Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. Keeping of our study of David's life, we're in 2 Samuel chapter 6, and this is going to be a multi-part edition. So uh, this will be part one. We'll be covering verses 1 through 11 of chapter 6 of 2 Samuel. And the overarching thought for this series is great idea. Now, David was now the king of Israel proper. He had both Judah and Israel were under his reign. He made Jerusalem the city of David. He defeated the Philistines. And now he had a great idea. He wanted to bring the ark to the capital. Again, great idea. The ark represents the throne of God and is where the presence of God often manifests itself. Why not have it in Jerusalem right there near the king? I mean, great idea. But this was one of the first notable blunders that David had. Won't be his last um, and not even his greatest, but one of the notable blunders and one of the first ones. So verse three says that he got a new cart to move the ark on. So that shows that there was some thought given to what he was doing. He didn't say, hey, just let's grab a cart and put the ark on it and move it. No, the ark is precious. It's valuable. It's sacred. I mean, this is where God sits between the wings of the cherubim. I mean, this is really you know, an important thing that we're doing. So they got a brand new card. Again, it shows that he gave some thought to what was happening before it happened. As they were moving the card, seemed like everything was great. David and all of Israel, all 30,000 of the fighting men that he could gather together to go with him to get it, were dancing and rejoicing. They were playing all kinds of instruments, castanets and lyres and harps and uh, they had tambourines and rattles and just all kind of stuff. They were making praises unto God with all of their might. That didn't mean that what they were doing was right though. Again, moving the art, that wasn't a bad idea. That's a good idea. That's something to praise and thank God for. And their hearts very well may have been right in what they were doing. But having the right heart and doing the right thing are two different things. And you can even praise God for having the right heart and wanting to do the right thing. But it's your actions that speak the loudest. And what they were doing, how they were doing what they were doing again, what they were doing wasn't wrong. It's the way they went about it that was wrong. Poor execution. Great idea. Poor execution. We don't see that David prayed in this situation. Again, we know he gave it thought. He got a brand new cart to go and do it. But his execution was poor. And because we don't see that he prayed, we see that he gave it some thought. But we don't see where he took it to God. That's where everything went awry and in doing so it caused a man to die 
the ark was at the home of Abinadab. It had been there for 20 years. And they took one of Abinadab's sons, or they commissioned one of Abinadab's sons to protect the ark. That was his job, was to protect the ark against the people. The people there uh, within Judah. That was his job. But again, David did not seek the Lord properly in doing it. He said, okay, well, hey, since one of your sons was protecting it, we'll have two of your sons escort the ark to Jerusalem to be with me. Ahio was one. He led the ark from the front with the oxen that pulled it. And Uzzah was behind. Again, great idea, just a poor execution because they didn't do it the way that God said to do it. Now, when you look at how the ark got there, it got there around like the same way. The Philistines decided to send the ark out from them because they were having all kind of issues. The Lord was wrecking havoc in Philistia because they had the ark there and they weren't supposed to have it. They're not the people of God and they didn't know what to do. So they sought their spiritual leaders. The spiritual leaders were like, okay, let's put it on a cart, put two oxen out. If it goes towards one city, then we'll know that the God of Israel has forgiven us and let's send something to appease him because he's really mad. We got these tumors, we got these rats. So let's send. A gold tumor and a gold rat for each of the five kings of Philistia to appease his wrath because of what we are experiencing having this ark here. So that's what they did. The Lord allowed them to do it, but that's not how the Lord desired for the ark to be moved. He allowed them to do it. They're heathen, they don't serve him. Um, they were doing things the best way they know how to do it, so the Lord allowed it for them. But he gave specific instructions on how the ark was supposed to be moved, what was supposed to be used to move the ark, who specifically could move the ark. But David, in his haste to get the ark back, didn't look into all of those things. Now, Uzzah, again, had a great idea for poor execution as the ark was going forth being pulled by the oxen in verse 7 uh, some oxen were stumbling and they were near falling Uzza saw that hey the ark may not be as stable as it needs to be and I don't want to fall in and hitting the ground so I'm going to hold it uh, in place I'm going to touch it well verse 7 says that him touching the ark showed his lack of reverence forward again great idea don't let the ark hit the ground touching it not so much a great idea that was a poor execution and he of all the people around should have known better living in Abinadab's house having the ark there around him all that time his brother's job was to protect the ark I'm sure his brother had to keep the Israelites from going in and trying to touch it so they wouldn't die so he kind of knows better as a matter of fact 70 people died when the ark was being moved and wound, that's how it wound up at Abinadab's house they were like hold on wait 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 we need to stop something we need to put it somewhere because 
people are touching it they're trying to look into it and they're dying 70 people this is a story that he had to be aware of he should have known better and it may have been a reflex for him just just to try to grab it but again the bible tells us specifically that him touching it showed his lack of reverence for the ark one thing that really stood out to me as i was studying this was that we need to be very grateful that we are in the time of grace that God has moved from the time of law and moved to grace and that we're in grace today we need to be grateful we need to honor God for this because grace won't always be around there's going to come another day where the law is in place again and where things are not as lenient as they are now and really this may explain how we as human beings get such a false ideology of who God is we think he's sitting up waiting to to strike us down no that's not the case do we realize or I shouldn't say do we I know we don't we don't realize we don't think about we don't pay attention to the fact that he in Jesus came to earth became what he hated most which was sin to clean us from our sin to remove our sin to pay the penalty that we were supposed to pay so that he could have a relationship with us he's not looking for ways to strike us down he's not looking for ways to condemn us he went through extraordinary lengths to give us the opportunity to be free from sin not to be condemned by it because of his love for us because of his great love for us but again because he is a god of wrath and because his wrath will come though he's long suffering and he suffered long with us and specifically the people after he came and lived and died and resurrected he's been suffering along with us and because of that long suffering nature we as people take it for granted but his grace won't be like this in the earth realm always take advantage of his grace while it is available Uzzah died because he did not respect and show reverence the way that he needed to he unfortunately was put in the place to disrespect to show his lack of reverence because of David's command just because someone's in a position of leadership doesn't mean that they're right and if you know that what they're saying to do is wrong It's your responsibility to make a decision. You can share with them, hey, this is wrong. I don't think we should be doing this and encourage them to do the right thing. And if they choose not to, you have the decision to either go along with them doing the wrong thing or divorce yourself from the situation. Step out of it and say, hey, look, I'm not going to have anything to do with it. You got that choice. Now, the penalty for that may be great or seem great. But whatever penalty it is for doing right pales in comparison 
to whatever you receive for following after the wrong things. David went from praising God to being angry because Uzzah died to then being fearful in a very short period of time. He was afraid to move. Though. He was like, how am I going to move this? What, what am I going to do? I, I don't even know how to do this anymore. And then he started asking questions. How do I fix this? You know, he had to change his plans, left the ark in a different place, left it in the house of Obed-Edom. But he started asking questions at the wrong time. He should have asked questions in the first place. Lord, I want to move the ark. How do you want me to move it? How do you want me to take it from Abinadab's house and bring it to to Jerusalem? Do you even want me to do that? Those are the questions that should have been asked. Obviously, some thought went into it. Some questions were asked because he went about trying to do it the same way the Philistines did it. But again, just because someone else does something and it seems to work for them doesn't mean that that's God's plan for you. So the ark was left at the house of Obed-Edom and Obed-Edom's house was blessed just as Abinadab's house was blessed 20 years before it was moved to wrap things up in conclusion and give you some things to take home with you so little 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 doggy bag to take home just the the top things to really take away from this lesson first let's be grateful for the grace that God shows us right now and let us strive not to frustrate his grace The time to ask about how to do something is before you start doing it. Don't just step out and say, oh, you know, I I got this. You know, I I can do it. And if not, then I'll I'll ask for some help later. No, Uh -uh. get the direction in the first place before you go and do it. Which makes me think of something that I heard the poet and rapper propaganda say, said, do it right or do it twice. It was a thought and a, a ideology a principle that his father gave to him and it stuck with me and it's something that I share with my kids all the time do it right or do it twice the time to ask the time to figure out how to go about doing it is before you do it don't get out there and just try to make it happen and then uh you know, well you know gotta make up the 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 other part no uh-uh. no don't be sloppy in your stuff take the time and do it in excellence whatever you do do in excellence especially if you're doing it for God and remember what's good for one is not good for all ask God how you should do things and follow his examples Selah pause and think about this next week we'll cover verses 12 through 16 of this passage and look at what happened in David's second attempt to move the ark to Jerusalem. Until then, God bless and keep it together.